Hey there, Crosswinds family and friends. Welcome to Crosswinds Unleashed. Each week, we're dedicated to bringing hopefully the best stories and biblical life principles from authentic believers. Our podcast, our intention is really break down the Christian life through interviews and, and practical instruction in a way that we hope is fun, but very accessible. Uh, I'm Craig Cooper. I'm the host of this podcast and lead pastor of Crosswinds Church. Uh, again, this is, uh, if you heard the last two podcasts, you know, normally in, in our podcast, I give a shout out to our producer, Elijah Merrill, but he's part of this roundtable. So I'll give a shout out to, once again, uh, Dave Wright, who is our fill-in uh, uh, p- uh, producer for this podcast. Thank you, Dave, for taking time out of your busy schedule to to uh, produce this so that Elijah can be a part of the panel. And, and once again, Elijah, thank you so much for being a part of the panel and for all the work you do for this podcast and for Crosswinds as a church as a whole. Good to have you here with us. Yeah, thank you. Privilege. Ryan, thanks for being back. Uh, It's good to have you here. Oh, I love it. (laughs) And Will, thank you so much for for being a part of this podcast. Thanks for having me. So if you haven't listened to the last two podcasts, I would would encourage you to stop this one right now, go back to the first one, which would be two weeks ago, and then listen to the second one, then come into the third one, because what we're going to talk about now, although we'll have value, even if you didn't listen to the other three, because we're sort of wrapping it up, I think in context, you'll understand a little more where we're coming from if you listen to the other two. I I want to give a, a sort of a side note here. What we're talking about sometimes can come across as judgmental. And yet the the four of us wrestle with these things too. I mean, it's been part of our spiritual journey. And so we're we're not speaking as those who and I like it. I think Elijah in one of the episodes you said, you know, it's not those people. I am part of those people, right? And so we're not just talking about those people, other people. we're we're talking about struggles we've had that we see other people having that we love, that we we want to help each other. Um, to be able to to stay on track with Jesus, right? To to really uh, be a follower of His, and so that's that's what the intention is. Uh, if you're hearing it come across any differently, that's how we mean it. And and so in this episode, as we sort of wrap up this part of the discussion, and I think it'd be a worthy thing to to maybe even take some topics that that we have been talked about and haven't really unpacked because it's hard to do in a twenty to thirty minute podcast. But I want to take some time and really get practical. Before we do, I want to I want to I want to give this caveat that I sort of left the last podcast with this thought, and that is that there is a Christian subculture, and that's not a bad thing in the sense that we live in a day and age where we have so much information that we can access, and I, I it's just amazing to me. I mean, we have some great Christian books that we can read. Um, we have tons of podcasts we can listen to, and that's why I thank you so much for listening to ours. Um, there, there's, I mean, you could listen to preacher after preacher after preacher if you'd want to, 24-7, and never even begin to listen to all the messages that are available for free out there. That can be a good thing in the sense of, uh, of being challenged in our faith, encouraged in our faith. But I've often said, you know, we at Crosswinds have, have intentionally decided to, to have our uh, small group ministry, for instance, um, we call it sermon-based, but it's really scripture-based, where we're trying to go deeper into, into God's Word using the messages of the weekend as a springboard. And, and I've had people over the years say, why don't we just do book studies? And, and book studies are great, but the problem can be that it becomes a book club instead of an actual, at that part of small group where we're supposed to be studying God's Word. 
Nothing wrong with listening to preachers. Nothing wrong at all. But, but as a matter of fact, I am one, so I appreciate all those who listen to me. Uh, but when everything's said and done, if all you're doing for your spiritual growth, really, if you were to be honest, is listen to one preacher after another preacher, and, and basically you become a fan of that preacher versus God, there can be a problem. In fact, in our conversations, and so we're not talking about those who don't know Christ, who are not even a part of a church, but I'm talking specifically to those who are in a church who, and know Christ. If you're in a conversation, especially a spiritual conversation, and not any of the things you're talking about come from God's Word, in other words, you're quoting this preacher from this book, from this podcast, you may you may want to, uh, you know, I'm going to say this in the, in the least judgmental way possible because I don't want this to become that. But out of love, I, I just encourage you, you may want to sit back and be honest about how much time you're spending with the Lord. Um, there's such a balance, such a tension between our personal walk with God. You know, the most important thing in my life is my personal walk with Jesus. But yet, it's it's personal, but it's not, because my personal walk is influenced by my community of believers here, specifically here at Crosswinds, that help keep me on track. And so I want to make sure, even as I'm studying God's Word, that I don't have my truth of God's Word. I want to make sure the truth of God's Word is the truth, Right. And, and that takes work. Mm-hmm. It takes work. It takes time. And so I, I want to, in this, in this sort of lack of a better word, sort of wrapping up this, 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 this wild conversation uh, about how, and I guess I would, I would now, if I could go back two episodes, I'd say we're going to talk about a Christian worldview. <laughs> how does a Christian worldview, a biblical worldview, how does that differ from even those in the church who have a worldview coming from elsewhere? And so, so we're talking about Christian worldview. If we're going to talk about Christian worldview, let's go around. And um, Elijah, I'm going to start with you. Um, what practices do you find helpful in making sure the way that you look at the world, the way you walk through this world, is in alignment with God's word, that literally you're a follower of Christ versus some other path? Yeah, for me, um, it just boils down to I need to be spending time in his word and I need to be spending time with it just for no other purpose other than to dig into it and to, to take it in and take notes. You know, um, I love, I, it was in the previous episode we talked about, like you said, it'd be ridiculous for you to, to get married and, and only rely off of the knowledge of your wife's friend of how she's doing. You know what I mean? Um, and I like what Will said, um, about how, from a college perspective, you're spending all this time needing to go through certain parts of scripture and unpack it and stuff, but you're doing that for tests and you're doing it for papers and stuff like that. I, um, you know, I we're working on a bunch of different projects here right now at church, and one of the guys I'm working with a lot, um, the last six or seven times we've gotten together has purely been to to work on something together. And at the last time we got together, we kind of finished a little bit early and uh he was like, let's just chill for a second and catch up because we haven't – we hadn't done that. And it was so important because we – you could argue we were spending all of this time together, mm-hmm. but we weren't focused on 
we were focused on something specific and to get that work, that task done. And so just how valuable was the, what, the last 20 minutes we had just to catch up and talk about how the family was doing and whatever. And so I view my my relationship with Christ and my time in Scripture the exact same way, That's which good. is like I I work here at church. You know, I'm in, I, I help lead worship in different, you know, avenues and stuff. And so I'm like, I'm constantly taking in biblical content, if you will, I guess is kind of how I, I view that scripture and worship songs and stuff like that. But then it's, I need to unplug from that personally and take that alone time intentionally and read something different. You know what I mean? There was a time where we, uh, we as a staff were working on something, I forget what, but we were spending a lot of time in a specific book in scripture. And I needed to change what I was spending my personal time in. I picked a completely different book. You know what I mean? And um, that's just proved so, so powerful is to just to dedicate that that personal time outside of anything else, just to dig into, dig into his word. Um, the days that the days that I don't do that. It's evident that I didn't do that, you know? And so the more days in a row that I don't do that, then I start to find myself relying on other things for for just even opinions or how I make decisions, you know, stuff like that. But That's good. That's good. That's rich, actually, because you're right. You know, there's as you were talking, I was thinking of, you know, there's times where the creative energy, right, of putting a message together or preparing for this podcast or writing I'm doing or, or – or any of the things that 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 is part of my vocational ministry, right? I love those things, and there's a devotional part to them. It's like mm-hmm. I can't put a writing together um, that uses God's word without growing. But that creative energy. There's just times where at the end of the day, I'm tired. I'm done, you know. But it doesn't mean I'm done with God. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean I'm done with His word. It means I'm done with this production of something, right? Yep. That this this work. And I think, you know, Will, when you're in class, you know, and, and I, I went through that too. You know, I, I've seven years of, of uh, higher academic learning uh, of that stuff, and, and I enjoyed it. I loved it. But but there was a time where I was like, okay, I, I, I'm tired of, of preparing for the test. I need to just spend time with God, you know? And it wasn't that I wasn't spending time with God when I was – I mean, I took a – a class on Matthew, you know, the, the first gospel in the New Testament. It wasn't like that wasn't devotional. You're, you're reading and you're studying and you're learning great stuff. But I had to turn off the the, the, the seminarian, the, the graduate student for a minute and had to had to go and, and, and look at that material a little differently. And a lot of it for me is asking the question. You, you mentioned soap, which is a practice I've used for years, comes from a man by the name of uh, Wayne Cadero. You know, where you just simply read a scripture, you know, you make an observation, you, you talk about where's the application, then you sort of put it back to the Lord in prayer, help me in this area. And that application part is really huge for me. And usually it's just a sentence, but what am I going to do with this? It's not just head knowledge, you know, what am I going to do with that? And, and so, you know, uh, like this year, uh, me personally, uh, I'm just reading through the New Testament. It's a chapter a day to get through it, you know, and, and and people say, you know, you're just reading a chapter. Yeah, I'm reading a chapter a day. It's not taking me hours. In fact, it's probably taking me less time in some of my other studies that I've decided to do in my personal devotion life. Um, but I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I read a chapter. I, I pick a verse from that chapter or a couple of verses, a few verses that really stuck out to me. I explore it a little deeper. That's the observation part. And then I ask the question because it's easy. A lot of people leave at that point. 
He's like, no, 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 sit down. Here's the real question. So what, right? What's that? What's that? What's what's the spirit of God really stirring in me? How does that apply to my life? And that doesn't mean what do I think the verse means. It means knowing what the verse means. How is that going to be lived out in my life today, and tomorrow, and the next day? And then simply just a, a writing my prayer back to the Lord. Lord, help me in this area. And, and so you know, uh, to me that that's 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 the work of growing in Christ. And you know, I, I made a commitment this year that I would do it five to six days a week. You say, that's not every day. No, it's five to six days a week. I, I, that doesn't mean I'm not spending time with the Lord every day. It just looks different on a couple of days a week, uh, especially on Sunday mornings. I have my own little process on Sunday morning to prepare my heart for worship as I come uh, with my church family here on the campus at Canandaigua uh, as crosswinds. But, you know, here's some, you know, just practical stuff of, 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 of wanting to get into, get into the Word and, and, and wanting to grow um, with, with, with Christ, right? And, and so, you know, um, I'm monopolizing a little bit, but, but let, me, let me jump over to, to Ryan here. You know, what, 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 what practice have you found to help in this journey of really that Christian worldview versus all the other views that could come into your mind? Yeah. Um, probably within the past three and a half years— and there's a, a specific reason as to why three and a half years. It's because of Jordan, my little That's your, girl. That's your daughter. My daughter is my entire mindset on how I am practically spending time with God has changed because it was no longer – yes, I'm married and I was married before Jordan, but the health of my spirituality – was no longer just my own. Because if my spirituality and my relationship with Christ was bad, it would stem to Vanessa, my wife, and Jordan, my daughter. And specifically now, which is very recent, of Jordan being, I guess, I don't know the correct word for it, but intellectually aware is that I have, I feel much more of a responsibility to have a healthy relationship with Christ and a strong relationship with Christ for the relationship I have with Vanessa and with Jordan. And also Jordan being raised in a Christian home. And so, yes, reading scripture has been something that has just been a normal thing, I guess, since I came out of college. It was very abnormal in college, kind of to what we're talking about, because you it is an ebb and flow. It's like, oh my goodness, I'm reading, I have to read all of Mark for this class. I have to read all of the Pentateuch, which is the first five books of the Bible for this class. I'm actively trying to discover new things in scripture, in scripture which is what has kept bringing me back to it. Um, you say, well, well, shouldn't the truth of Christ bring you back? Yes, but it can be tough. It can be tough because in, in school and in, in church, when you're in active ministry, you hear a lot of this stuff. So I'm trying to actively find new things. And something I discovered in my own walk with Christ is I was not an Old Testament person. I kind of ignored it for a good chunk of my walk. I was like, I'm more of like a New Testament, not because I thought that the Old Testament God was different than the New Testament God, because they're the exact same. It's just I felt like it was a little bit more, I'll be honest, boring. And so within the past uh, seven months, I have made it a priority, and it has not been a fun one at the beginning, to sit down and literally read it a chapter a day, like you said, but at the start of Scripture, from Genesis all the way 
to the to the beginning of the New Testament with Matthew because I was so unfamiliar with it, so unfamiliar. There was times where things were being brought up in my job where I was like, I got no clue what that is. <laughs> and so it was, it was a convicting thing yeah. to me because it's like, I've been through four years of school. I have helped plant a church. I've done all these things. I have no clue what they're talking about. And so I've really tried to make a priority of doing it every single day. And it's not every single day. You know, it it can be tough and good. But on top of that, I've really saw – I've really seen a difference in – from doing that, my prayer life has been, I think, expanded more to a point of – I think I'm starting to understand – and I sound really cheesy, but I think I'm starting to understand the full, more and more, the full picture of who God is, mm. um, because I only had a New Testament perspective of Him. Only, I mean, here and there, I'd you know read a couple of verses of the Old Testament, but like, you know, there's been so much that has been revealed just in the way He loves and the way He looks out for His people and the way. He handles cert- certain situations in the Old, Temes- Old Testament where has really been a really practical just walk in my prayer life with, you know, that last part of soap. Because I do soap as well. It's just something I found really easy for me to do because it was four steps. Just do it, do it, do it. Um, was that prayer part? Because I could probably sit down with anything and read it and tell you what I read about and then try to put it to my life. But then how do you put that into prayer has really, I think, stemmed from this. And I'm not going to say love for the Old Testament yet because it is. <laughs> some, of, some of it is, you know, tough to get through, but the really the true understanding the full aspect of God. So, like, I had to make it a habit. I had to because if I just did it sporadically, it was not going to work. And that's why it's called discipline, right? Yeah. I mean, there are, there are things that, that um, you know uh, – you do, and it's out of discipline, and you do it because you know the benefit. Mm-hmm. It, it may not always feel good, but the, but the benefit's worth it. And it yeah. doesn't mean that God's word always has to be a drudgery. Yeah, uh, I mean, I en- I do enjoy studying God's word. So yes. as much as I've talked about the difference between enjoyment and joy, but um, but there are times where um, I struggle through mm-hmm. a, th- a, a reading or or a, you know I'm, I'm in numbers. Yeah. Uh, oh, which yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and and I, I I skim a little bit, you know, and I'm like, okay, I get it. Um, but the point is, there's stuff even in that book that's amazing. Yeah, that, that God loves us so much that He numbered His people. I mean, yeah. He had His people numbered. That, that's amazing. And um, and yeah, so I I I agree with you. That, I mean, it's certainly. To make it a priority, it, it, it takes work, and that's why mm-hmm. we call it. You know, I love the the the, the new vernacular says a spiritual practice, but I still hold on to discipline because spiritual practice, although it's fine to say, sometimes is a little lighter. Discipline yeah. to me is what it takes. It, mm-hmm. it takes true discipline in yeah. order to do this. Well, how about how about you? What, what have you? So you're in school, you know, and and certainly you know you're in the midst of. You know, day in and day out, you know, this Christian ministry major, and of course you have other classes, liberal arts classes, the ones, you know, that, that you're also taking. But but how are you keeping your relationship with God fresh? Um, well, you know, uh, I mean, we've all talked about there's there's good days and there's bad days when, when it comes to getting into the Word. And I find, especially for me, if I don't do it the first part of the day, I'm not going to do it, especially because I'm a social person. So I'll be out with people and I just won't want to come back and do it. So I need to start my day off that way. 
and I mean that that comes in with just going in the word and like you said like that could just be reading a chapter that's not hours upon a day that's like 15 minutes and then even for me like I I if I'm not doing that I I try to start my day with uh, worship music or uh, prayer and those things that like if I'm not in the word just still start my day off uh, with him because if I don't the day isn't going to be as good as it could be because he he's not guiding like I'm not putting my focus on him and I need to start my day and with my focus on him um and I mean and I, and I hold myself to that standard I mean something I, I was told this last year is that like the more you know the more you're judged and that that hit me like if I want to be a pastor then I I'm I'm going to be judged more because I have more this more information so I hold my standard to that of like if I'm not in my in the word or when I should be, how do I expect the people that I'm leading or the people I'm helping with to be in it either? And so, yeah, I just, I mean, try to get in the Word, uh, like, I mean, 15 minutes a day and start my day out that way. And know, know my limitations, like, know where I struggle and know how I can overcome that. We've talked about it's a discipline because there's hard days. And so uh, just looking at, like, how do I get into it and how, what's going to be best for me? That's good. That's I just want to, I like what you said because it's so true, is you got to know you. Um, There's no way that I can wake up and do scripture right away. That's just me. It works for my wife. It works for my brother-in-law, William. It does not work for me. So, but you can't figure that out unless you try a couple different things. Right, right, yeah. And I think that's the key, right? Mm -hmm. it's, 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 It's a discipline, but when do you do it, right? Yeah. You know, you got to figure it out. You got to try things. If soap doesn't work for you, we're not saying that soap is the best thing. Right. But it works for us. Yes. Find something. Though. Yes. Yes. Whatever's getting you in a word, whatever's getting you. If you don't like salads guy. to keep you healthy, don't eat a salad. Eat something else. Eat something else. Find something else. Yeah. That's I'm good. just using that because I'm on this health kick right now. And I don't like salads. And I love salads. And you love salads. I you do. love salads. I do. I do. But I that was just a good my point. My problem is I love everything else too. Yeah. That's the, that's the problem. <laughs> and I love candy bars. There you go. Well, yeah. Well, you know? But that was a good point. Well, I really that's, – yeah. That's the power of the, Amer- uh, of the English language because we're talking about loving Jesus and the same thing that we love salads and love candy bars and love – Yeah. We only have one word. It's love. It's love. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a sort of challenging. <laughs> that was a good point. Well, I like that. Yeah. With, with that thought, you know, I just uh, – 1 John 4 – Eight through uh, ten there um, is is interesting. Is anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love, and it's the love of God was made manifest among us that God sent His only Son into the world, so we might live through Him. And this is love, not that we have loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. And 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 as I as I look at those words, I, I was reminded of a mentor of mine in college, actually, um, who said, and I, I alluded to this during the, the first uh, of these three podcasts, and that is that the greatest gift I can give the world around me comes out of my personal walk with God. That when everything's said and done, that the world doesn't need my opinion, they need to see Jesus working in me. And for me to allow the Lord to work through me. Now, for some who are listening to this, you, you're maybe sitting here saying, well, God can't do that through me. Yes, he can. Uh, God's word promises he can, that, that when we place ourselves in his hands, we're more than enough in him uh, to make a difference in the world around us. And, and when we say world, it seems so big. 
But I'm talking about a difference in the places where we, where we live, where we work, where we play, um, that he can use us in those ways. But it all starts with that understanding that it's about the love of God toward us, that he demonstrated through Jesus Christ. And so when we're talking about this, this passion of, of following after Christ, it, 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 and discipline and, you know, the fact sometimes it's drudgery. drudgery. You know, we say, maybe people are out there saying, my, my goodness, do you, do you even get anything, you know, out of the, and the truth of the matter is, I hope you're hearing from us. Yes, yes, yes. You know that we we do get peace from God and, and joy when we're when we're focused on Him and and able to make a difference for His kingdom and and that His way is the right way. In fact, you know it's the only way to live the life that we've been created to to live. And so I just want to encourage you that it all begins with with really believing God does love you and desiring to allow that love that He has for you shine through you to the world around you. And that's the difference. That's the difference. If we try to reach our culture, and that's where we started this conversation, by simply simply mimicking the culture or somehow dumbing down the gospel, if we think we can come up with a better truth than God's truth, it's going to change people's lives for the better, um, then we're fooling ourselves. God's truth is a truth rooted in his love, rooted in his desire to see us uh, flourish in him. Uh, that's what his desire is, and, and that as we flourish in him, we can help others come to know him and flourish as well. And, and so I hope you uh, have enjoyed our, our three-part discussion. Again, if this is the first one you listen to, you may want to go back and listen to the other two and have put a lot of what we've discussed in context. I want to thank very much uh, Ryan for, for being here, being a part of this, Elijah and Will. Um, we had, had said as we were going on with this podcast, we could talk about this uh, for 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 much longer, but for now, I think we've come to a a good sort of uh, closing thought. If I had one takeaway point from our uh, three episodes, it's this: um, that that God's way is the right way. I want to walk God's way, and in order to do so, I've got to be in His Word. I've got to allow His Word to allow Him to form me through His Word. Uh, not the world around me. In fact, I'm thinking of uh, Paul's words in Romans 1, uh, 12, 1 and 2. It says, you know, what do we do in view of all that God has done for us? We give them our whole selves as a living sacrifice. Uh, we're not conformed to the pattern of this world, but transformed by the renewing of our mind. And then we'll be able to be able to discern what his will is for us. And so, you know, that that's what we're challenging ourselves to do. And that's what we're challenging one another to do. And that's what we're encouraging you to consider doing as well. Thanks for listening to us. Uh, you know, I say this every episode, but I mean it. Uh, we don't take for granted that you've taken time out of your busy schedule to allow us to, to be a part of your day. Um, if you want to learn out, learn more things about this podcast or all things Crosswinds, go to crosswinds.church. Uh, Again, you can communicate with us and even let us know if there's some topics that you'd like us to talk about in the future. Uh, But for now, thanks for listening and be blessed and bless others. 